Have you been following this Grand Theft Auto 6 leak business? No, I have been following the Diablo 4 leaks stuff, though. Hmm, okay, we'll trade leaks. So, a uh, hacker basically... Um, it was like it's like one of the worst hacks in video game history. He basically found like ninety different videos of in progress Grand Theft Auto Six footage and put it out there. You know, Jeez. so it's a huge deal. And he's also, um, he's also trying to extort them at the same time. So like now the FBI and shit's involved. Um, but of course the online community has responded by just completely unfairly judging pre-alpha like pre-pre-alpha footage as oh my god this game looks like shit it's been in development for four years pretty much showing that nobody understands anything about game development yeah a development life cycle of any kind yeah and i'm not saying anything new here this is pretty much what everybody's covering but it's still it's so freaking exhausting to see people online like no, I get that it's still in development, but uh, there's just like no shadows or anything. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> look. It's, that's not on anybody's uh, top priority list. Is is shadows for? I've taken it just commenting. You know. This was not meant for you to see. Yeah, ever. <laughs> it's very simple. I don't know. People are people are jackasses, and they're not very bright. So it's just so shitty. Um, but anyway, what happened with Diablo four? I mean, nothing. I, I mean, I guess there hasn't been any, any tea regarding it, but somebody just released like an hour long footage of the, the friends and family build. What? Uh, of Diablo four, um, like footage of it. The, the sad part is, is unless somebody was hacked, then the friends and family build they're literally the 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 entire time you're playing the screen has watermarks of like the the you know with the uh not the employee number but a number that they know who they assigned that build to um so it, it they already like instantly know who was responsible for that leak which is kind of <laughs> kind of poopy if like somebody let you know his family, uh, family members or something, see the see his build. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, if see. they like released it, that they just got him fired. Yeah, right. <laughs> and possibly, and possibly sued for NDA. Yeah, it's the, but you know, it's not supposed to be released like that. Right? That's that's crazy. That really sucks. Yeah, this is more of a malicious thing. <laughs> the Grand Theft Auto stuff. Yeah, that that just kind of sucks. It's unfortunate. It does suck. Yeah. But. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Nerding Grounds podcast. Hope you enjoyed our extra long leaky preamble. That sounds really gross. Uh, this is a weekly show where we talk about new and old video games and get into other stuff that we feel like talking about in relation to video games. Um, I rehearsed that, all of it. I was about to say, did you say that on purpose? <laughs> What, a leaky preamble? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> As it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, ow. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I don't like any of this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here we are. Uh, thanks for joining us. Today, we, 
I think are going to get into some of what we've been playing because I don't know. I can say for certain that I have been playing a whole lot of a particular game that I want to talk about. Um, so yeah, and then hopefully at the end we can get into another listener question and see where that takes us. And I think I picked one that'll that'll keep the conversation pretty um, pretty targeted. Oh yeah. How are you doing, Matt? Good. How are you doing? All right. I have a little bit of a cold, so if my voice sounds off, that's why. Chewing a cough drop right now. Sounds fine. Thanks. But please go on. Tell me. What have you been playing? Let me feast on your suffering. Oh my god. So um last week I had just gone like two hours into Sekiro. And I can say that I've been playing it pretty much every day since. Um Great game, huh? Well, for the most part, because I, I do have a, a kid and that makes it I've learned that Souls games and children do not mix. Um, turns out, you know, I mean, luckily you can pause Sekiro, but it still doesn't help that like when you're in the middle of something really challenging and a kid is screaming in your ear, it really, it overstimulates you. So I have a lot of thoughts. It's definitely one of those games that when you start it, you're not sure. And I don't know if this was your experience, but when you start it, you're just like, all right, something here is not clicking. And I mean, that can be a lot of Souls games, but it's it's so different compared to Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Elden Ring, all that stuff. It's it's definitely its own beast. Absolutely. And everything about that game, it feels absolutely deliberate. Um, and the character design, the enemy designs, the the way the environment just kind of weaves around. Um, and it feels weirdly open, even though each of the sections is more of like a linear thing. But like you can go at any given time, you can go in like 15 different directions, right? Yeah. And that's probably my favorite thing about it. Because since it is so difficult, if I'm really beating my head against something... I've been I've been like taken off in a different direction. I just, I've been like, and you know what? Lady Butterfly is not getting killed today. We're gonna come back. Fight <laughs> 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 yeah. mini bosses and and such. <laughs> I think that's like the first big like. All right, you think you're kind of getting a hang on this game? Well, guess what? We were gonna you know punch your dick in for a couple hours straight. I mean, pretty much because it's like. The way it's it, everything in that game, and when I say deliberate, I mean everything is so over designed. And I don't mean that in like a, a pejorative sense. It's like, I mean over designed, and like they thought up, they thought about everything. They thought about how the environment is shaped, they thought about the hazards that are around you, um, what mini boss is going to be here, the enemies that are going to surround that mini boss. The enemies that you're going to fight leading up to that mini boss because they're maybe going to prepare you for the mechanic that you're going to use because every mini boss and every boss, it's not like a Dark Souls where you have your build and you put, you know, 
you you figure out who your character is and then you take that to the boss and you fight it your way. No. Every boss has a very explicit uh, weakness or tactic that you probably should take for that said boss. And it's like, if, if you're going up against the bull, um, you know, I mean, there are a few tactics for, diff- for different things. Like, you can approach bosses multiple ways. But there are, like, the, when I, and when I, that finally clicked for me was, um, I can't remember his name, but you know the, the swordsman that's right below Genichiro, or um, is it Gen, uh, in, in the tower? The guy who basically does, like, the kendo swipes at you, like the ting ting. Yeah. Really, really quick. Um, uh, yeah. You mean that, the, um, the one-armed guys? Well, they're... No, no, he's, he's in, he's in Ashina Castle, and he's right, he's right before you, like, jump out the window to go do, like, the, the second, technically, Gen, Genichiro fight with the lightning, right? Oh, yeah. Wait, you already did all that? Yeah. Cool, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool I, um, every time... I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to have like this boss to uh, beat. And when I go talk to Matt about this, it's like, I just kept getting further than I expected. And I was just like, holy shit, how am I doing all this? But yeah. that swordsman guy who does very quick vertical slices at you, show me, it's like, this dude is just an exercise. And this is exactly what you need to do. To, you just, you really, it shows you how to really quickly tap, uh, deflect. Yeah. And, and like, like multi, like parries after parries is in really quick succession. And then boom, you're going to beat him. And there's so many bosses where I'm like, once I found out the tactic and change it up, I was like, oh, like this is still hard. But this actually went from seeming ludicrous to possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Lady Butterfly was definitely one of those. Where I was like, how the shit are you supposed to do? Like, what? Like, she's no, just no, there's no way. And then. <laughs> Once I like leveled up a little bit, figured out the deflecting a little bit, I went back in there and got her on like my second try. Right. No, the the game does, you know, like you said, it is well crafted. Uh, it is definitely very thought about about all the enemies, and it does very well, like kind of ramping you up to like really learning the mechanics. And I mean, it seems at the time very unfair, right? But it yeah. It's kind of not. It, they're like they're they're training you to be like, hey, you know this isn't Dark Souls, right? This game right. is about parrying, and you need to be you can you can parry multiple times in a row. Like it's kind of like you you can do it, yeah, because we're gonna make you do it. And and in that way, it is more of I guess similar to like a linear action game, like ninja gaiden or something where your character is a character you're playing that character and you're getting those items and weapons and you're accomplishing the goals with that with those things in mind and it really makes for an interesting style of game in the soul style because i mean like i said they have the ability to just really craft everything in this holistic way it's like all of these bosses are where they are for a reason and they fight you the way they fight you for a reason and it it feels much more of a curated experience and i like that a lot it's fun it's definitely not 
anything I would have thought was possible um, to, yeah. I mean, at least to be so well done, you know, like I have no complaints about that game. Uh, if you would have told me you, you know, you could make a, a more linear character focused, not just like, you know, character building focus, uh, souls like game. I would have been like, no, it's, it's mainly about like the builds and the looting and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like that's part of it on, you know, accompanied with uh, the, the toughness of it all. Right. It's kind of like, you know, yeah, I'm building yeah. my character to try to be able to like overcome these things. But I mean, in this case, it's really fun to just take, you know, uh, the main character on this ride and, and to overcome his difficulties. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That being said, I do have some issues <laughs> and they're not, what you'd think it's like it it really doesn't have anything to do with the difficulty it doesn't have anything to do with with kind of the extreme lengths that they they ramp up that difficulty and we can talk about that in a second but it and these are going to sound like nitpicking um but i have a lot of issues with ah quit your nitpicking <laughs> the geometry of the game there's there are some there, there are some geometry issues so the the big one for me is like trees in that game mm, yeah. are the worst enemy you're going to encounter because you'll be in the middle of a fight and either you get stuck on a tree and you can't get out of it, which, you know, whatever, that happens. But the the way the foliage like doesn't get out of the way of the camera really pisses me off because I'm like I'm in the middle of a forest and I'm fighting and I'm not backing up to a tree yet a tree like comes and blocks everything I need to see. And I'm just like, okay. And then screws me up. I can deal with that. But then when it comes to like enemies, and this happens a lot for like certain boss fights, but like enemies get you backed into a wall and the camera just clearly is not set up to work with anything behind you. And it just starts like going into uh, his back and <laughs> just like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to deflect until I can like dodge out of here. Um, that annoys me. And then the other two nitpicky things I have. Um, jumping on the walls annoys me because sometimes you'll just straight up like it, it, it's this weird slippery thing where like either you'll jump on the wall perfectly, no problem, or you'll just go over it and like fall into a chasm because. I don't know. There's like, there's some weird thing where the character balances on the wall. And, um, some, yeah, sometimes he'll just like, he'll like kind of slide over the other side or you're like, you'll jump too far. Sometimes it happens with like roofs and stuff. And then the drop assassinations and the sneaking assassinations randomly would just not work. And you'll go and like swipe instead of like the, the little red dot will appear there and then disappear and if you like accidentally hit it in the, in that little window, you just kind of like strike and whiff, and you're, it, it feels bad. Um, and those, I will fully admit, those are nitpicks because it's such a good game, and because the game relies so heavily on those really, really uh, deliberate mechanics working. When it doesn't work, it can really, um, it, it it just kind of like makes your 
it makes you feel like you got punched in the stomach. That's the only way I can describe it. Um, I feel like, especially with like jumping and stuff, I, I, I always have problems with that in video games, right? Yeah. I'm 100% the type of person to overthink a jump and then miss the platform anyway. So I guess yeah. that didn't particularly bother me. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember. I'm sure it had to happen like a million times where the, uh, the, like the stealth kill thing disappeared. I don't, I don't particularly remember any instances, but for that, it's not the yeah. first time I've experienced that in a stealth game. So right. I, it's not going to break it for me. It, I think it's because of what's at stake. So if you're like halfway through clearing out an area and you're like on the way to a boss or something, and then you you jump down on like a really like one of the the fat guys, and for some reason it like either doesn't work or at the last second the stealth hit hits it like switches to a smaller character. You're just like God, mother, <laughs> you just scramble in that second, and yeah, it. It can. Those are the moments where I'm like, I get pissed. Versus if I if got my ass kicked, I'm like, oh, all right, that's frustrating, but I'm learning. <laughs> those moments where stealth just like it's like a slipping on a banana peel situation. I'm like, I'm a yeah, mother, right. son of a is, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh still like I going into that game, I didn't expect any of that. Right? Like, no, no. I don't think I knew to the extent that you you know that stealth would be an option and that's another thing that's like i would never even think that was particularly possible to execute as well as it is well um, they found a way to even make the stealth pretty punishing which i don't know a lot of stealth games unless you're talking like metal gear solid where it's a little more in depth um you know even like stuff like uh ghost of tsushima where stealth is super easy in that game like you're gonna be fine you know, yeah. um, in this, it's like they have eagle vision. And if you're not really anticipating where each of those enemies is and where they're going to turn around, um, what they might notice or hear, like it really keeps up with you. Yeah, it, well, it, and for that, I would say it's really useful for taking out, you know, particularly annoying enemies and packs or yeah. picking out a couple of enemies it's it's difficult to go through like an entire level yeah uh, doing like full stealth right it's kind of like a mix but also i think one of the reasons one thing that makes it easier and one thing that also makes just while why you probably feel um the game is like very open and large is the is the verticality yeah, right? like you can sure. get up on those rooftops and get up on those trees and stuff. And then, you know, from there, really take out a lot of people from stealth back to back. That's the biggest thing, because that was that has not been in the series until now. Um, yeah. And there's some of that in Elden Ring. Um, and I, I mean, that I feel like that's because of Sekiro, because they found a way to make it work for this game. And then right. they found a way to implement it into a Souls like or a Souls game. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is a lot of verticality to it and there's a lot of, I mean, I just, when I got to that, um, the Ashina castle and, you know, you're going through kind of the, the city underneath it. Right. And you're finding, all, you're fighting all the samurai and then you have the, the 
bird people on the roofs. <laughs> what are they called? Night jars? Oh my god. <laughs> you know, especially the ones that fly down from the kites. Oh no. my god. They <laughs> demented son of a bitch thought of that enemy. I don't know. <laughs> I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. I saw um, him in the kite and I was like, oh, you piece of shit. I know what you're going to do. Just cough. And I was waiting for I it. Just... At you. And he, he missed me. And, but like, even if he had gotten me, I would have been like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> right. It was pretty great. <laughs> Although the first time I, um, they, they were really crafty with the, with those enemies because the first time I got up on the roofs, I was like, all right, there's one there. One there. Oh, there's 12 here. Oh, good. And then all of a sudden I was surrounded by like a dozen of those freaking night jar enemies. And I'm like, nope, nope, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Well, so they're like ninjas too. So yeah, they're definitely pretty hidden. I guess that's a good place for one of my favorite things about this game. And one of the few examples of like almost confusing generosity is you can escape almost anything. You yep. can literally just turn around, just make tracks, and zip out of there. And there's a few instances of the game just kind of being nice to you, where it's like you can get out of unless it's like a big boss fight, you can get out of it. Um, only in rare instances does it screw up and like somebody shoots you at the last second or like a long-range enemy does a swipe. But for the most part, you if you die, you resurrect and you run back to the thing and try again. Um, the the parrying is very generous, which I don't think this game would work if it wasn't. Um, there was one thing I was thinking of earlier that was oddly oh the fact that you could just like get back into stealth. <clears throat> like yeah. if you get caught, you just dip out for a little bit and come back. They're gonna forget about you. And I think for that reason, there definitely are a lot of enemies that I, I think we might have even been talking about this last. Week, you know they just they they move quicker and they do things that you don't really expect monsters in you know like a, a in a souls like series to do right like they they yeah. attack like you do in a sense oh the um, animations are insane uh but yeah i mean you can always just like oh i screwed up <laughs> let me yeah and you just run away and that's a lot of that game it's just going nope wrong let me try again nope that's not it either which yeah yeah it can be frustrating um some of the bosses it's like it you could just beeline right for that boss fight try it again try it again try it again some of the bosses are surrounded by freaking enemies like 13 or 14 and after like the sixth or seventh time of clearing that whole thing out (laughs) to try and fight this boss for 15 seconds it can get to you you're like all right god damn it not but that's when like leaving and coming back really helps yeah but yeah i've I've had a few things where i'm just like oh my god i'm so tired of clearing out this camp (laughs) like can we please can i just fight the freaking general so uh yeah that fight is super cool though i love the whole like lightning strike thing Oh, Genshiro? Yeah, when you're like, up at the top? Yeah. That was cool. And um, I thought I was going to... I thought that was going to be a real roadblock for me. I actually left that and came back. 
Genichiro, I think is his name. Yeah, it's Genichiro. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, I thought that was going to be a big roadblock because while while he's definitely a, a really straightforward just shinobi fight, and it's like one of the first ones you encounter where it's just like this. It's it's mostly sword stuff. It's like mostly sword attacks and deflecting. Um, he's got two phases, and that second phase you're like oh my god i put everything into just getting here um luckily that second phase is kind of a joke like he's really he's really not that hard all you have to do is but i mean the first few times he does that lightning strike you're like what the hell am i supposed to do against that (laughs) which then they're like oh you just you know you just jump in the air and catch it and you're not grounded and you throw it back and it's like yes that's what i'm thinking about when i play video games jesus christ That's yeah. so brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, I beat him and I was just like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> so, wait, did you fight the, the apes yet? No. Oh, okay. I am it. So, <clears throat> right now, that. I'm, I just got to the second, I got to that place where, like, you encounter the snake for the second time. Um, I need to figure out how to kill him. Because I know it's probably really easy. It's just not automatically clear, like when I can stab him through the head or something. Um, and then I'm fighting all the monkeys down in the poison river. Mm, okay, so yeah. So I'm almost there. <laughs> I think I'm about to backtrack though, because I know there's some areas that I've missed, and there's some mini bosses I missed, which you could just miss bosses in this game. Right. <laughs> like a lot of like a lot of them. <laughs> like I never encountered that uh one arm ninja that down in the little crypt or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, go back and kill. Yeah, because if you don't look and realize that you can shimmy across a wall, you miss that whole area. <laughs> it's like hidden by a cliff face. You're like, yeah, you just hug the wall and shimmy over there, and then boom, there's a whole other mini boss. Yeah, dummy. Uh, I fought the second centipede man never ever encountered the first one so i have to go back and do that the long arm centipede giraffe what is that i don't i don't know what is that I name i don't what like are it things? i don't like them they're sexual in nature and it makes me very uncomfortable i don't know why it was well, like a Valdo thing going on you know what i mean there's definitely there's like that this thing likes to be punished. what is that? why is that a thing i don't it's a common thing in games it's like let's Let's like invert our limbs and right. have knives on our hands, and 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 we're gonna and we're gonna wrap up our eyes so we can't see, and we're gonna have very small cloths covering our feelings. Choke me. Yeah. So anyway, um, really excited to fight that again. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of them. I've actually been checking out some previews of bosses because it's the only way I can mentally prepare myself for what's coming, yeah. and so I have seen a few. No shame in it. And that fear boss looks like a complete asshole. They're all complete assholes. I know. But I was surprised to find out, like, I've beaten some of, like, the hardest mini bosses. Like, um, that Lance, that seven spear general on top. Everybody hates that guy. And I hated that guy, but I beat him. (laughs) I hated that guy so much. You You learn how this game works on on a really weird meta level where it's like, you know, you're 
your counter, like countering is obviously, or, or uh, deflecting is obviously better than inflicting damage. Yep. But that doesn't mean inflicting damage is like the painstaking way to go about the game. It's like if you inflict more damage, you build up parry faster. Right. And these are just things that you start kind of putting in like a peripheral vision sense of like, you, it, it causes you to check on what's going on during the fight. Like, how is the boss doing? How am I doing? <laughs> you know, what's going on? Um, and then you wind up like using items based on who you're fighting in a way that I really appreciate. And um, I think, uh, yeah, like it's, you know, it's almost like that Mega Man sense of mm-hmm. certain enemies just have certain weaknesses, certain items. And it. it doesn't mean to make those fights trivial. It just means it gives you like a little bit of an edge. You for know? sure. It, for it sure. makes things a little bit easier. Though I do like how, you know, with the parrying system and like, yes, like attacking and all that, I would dare to say attacking too alleviates your stamina buildup. And that's kind of the big thing there. If, I remember learning that holding guard pulls your, st- your stamina bar back down faster. And I was like, or your, um, your posture bar down. And I'm like, yeah, that goes against everything you have ever taught me. <laughs> to I <do>. know. <laughs> they love to like flip things around. That's like in 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 Elden Ring. You know, one thing that just really gets me or was getting me about that game to begin with is the amount of delayed attacks, right? Like deliberately yeah. delayed yeah. attack. Like there's always the concept of like, oh, this is a big lumbering enemy or an enemy with a big sword and its attack is taking a very long time to swing. Okay, yeah. right. That's simple. But no, assholes in that game will like sit there, mm-hmm. will go into like that backward stance and then wait a second. So you freaking dodge early. Well, it makes you panic. Yeah. I find, oh, ah. it, it's just like, you know, I've been trained for years just you know dodge at certain times now i have to like even delaying it just a second they get a lot of that from, i think they got a lot of that from bloodborne honestly Bad. because bloodborne nine times out of ten it was better to dodge in than out yeah and that was just the biggest thing you had to unlearn was like no you don't dodge away you go right in there because it's likely they're going to like swing past you and then you can counter I can definitely um, appreciate them doing all that, though. Like, making these games different and adding yeah. different mechanics that that make you play differently, right? Because what do most Souls like do, likes do? They just do the, the paced combat where, like, you know, you attack when you have an opening, but they don't... Not a lot of people other than, like, Team Ninja will capitalize on that and try to make it unique. Right. They just repeat that formula, and then we're like, we already have this. We did this. We did this like nine times because we made like nine characters in every Souls game. <laughs> right? Yeah. You don't so, need to give us this game again. No, no, they really don't. You know. How's how's your um, to be different? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. How's your Elden Ring playthrough going? Uh, pretty good. We we haven't had too much time uh to play since last time we talked, uh, or since the last episode. Um, okay. I'm trying to think. I mean, I I guess more of the same, right? You know, we haven't run into any like any major glitchiness going on, so that's always nice. Does it feel um, trivial at all playing two player on that game? 
you know, I mean, I guess in the same sense that it would doing like a, you know, when you summon anybody, it's kind of the same, same thing. Some things are definitely trivialized, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why they added, you know, just for the sheer fact if someone dies, you know, that shit isn't, doesn't respawn. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, And I would assume for some people, like, that doesn't even matter. But I feel like I'm definitely this way. I know you're this way. I like to kill everything along my way. I don't just like to run. <laughs> no, unless though, it's unless I'm completely fed up. Like uh, the first time, th- like the first to even third time through, I'm going to kill everything. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why you're there. You're there for the combat, right? Right. And and power leveling the shit out of your character. <laughs> yeah. So if you do that. hit a wall, you can fight back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm doing. I, I'm, I've done a couple, of, like I did a couple of early game grinding in Sekiro. Because I'm like, I don't want to play any further until I get this um, assassination health regen skill. Like I want this, so I'm going to grind until I get it. And I did. <laughs> it was worth it. So. I've actually been playing two things, and now that I think about it, you should probably check it out because you'll really like this first one. Uh, I don't know. It's not really like a huge thing right now, but it's definitely been something that people have been playing that's Omega Strikers. Omega Should I say fabulous Omega Wait, Strikers? say that one more time, the last thing you said. Uh, the, the, the fabulous Omega Strikers. Oh, okay. I think it's fabulous because it's great, right? I really, I'm, I'm enjoying it for sure. Probably more than I should. Uh, it's a competitive game, but it's 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 like uh, I don't know. It, it is very much so like um, air hockey or um, oh. or uh, meets like League of Legends. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Yep, that's exactly what that looks like. Yeah, it it's uh, it winds up being. I don't know. It's surprisingly very, very fun. Not not as like nearly as intense. Like it doesn't really matter if you really get hit. It's more about scoring goals. I, I really like how they did it. I wonder if more people are playing this because Mario Strikers sucked. Yeah, probably. Right? Yeah, because I feel like people were really hyped for that and then it was just disappointing. And but here's like this free to play air hockey game. Yeah. Um, plus, I mean, they had a, like a pretty, I would say a pretty rigorous, like streamer or Twitch. Uh, yeah, I can definitely see marketing that. scheme. I don't mind competitive games like this when it's something that's more fast paced and just dumb fun. It, it reminds me of uh, what's the um, the one where you're in cars? Rocket League. Yeah, it reminds me, yeah. you know, on a smaller scale, but if it, it, it it almost very much so plays like Rocket League. Um, That's what I was going to reference. I'm like, which, see, I do Rocket League competitive. Like yeah. that doesn't bother me as much. It it, it has maybe a little bit more emphasis on uh, like ki- killing other people, not getting other people out so they can't. Oh, okay. You're not around <laughs> to defend, yeah. but. Um, it's still like going for the the you know the puck or whatever they call it and mm-hmm. shooting for goals feels a lot like Rocket League in that sense. 
What is there a lot of emphasis on um, like items and gear and stuff? Are you are no, like no. Breaks? So yeah, I mean, all there is. So every character has, uh, I mean, essentially three moves, and then they're they have a move specifically to like hit hit the puck. Um, and then the other three moves could typically can hit like the ball or puck or whatever you want to call it. Right. Uh, I think yeah, I think they call it a core. Um, of course. But it also hits other players, and it does like different. They have like light, medium, and 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 heavy, as far as like damage, and also like the ability to knock people, people back. And if if you you can knock people like off on the sides, and then everyone has like their health is like stamina. So like if you're hitting them, and you knock their stamina all the way down, then if you do a move that knocks people back, it's gonna send them flying off. Mm, okay. Which is almost, it's actually for like a well-crafted amount of time. I think it's like eight seconds or something. You know, it's it's very possible to get like, not, you know, get knocked out. And, you know, the two, the two people that are left can still easily defend from, you know, from getting scored on. So it's not like a detriment, but it adds just enough flavor, I feel like, to the whole thing. Um, Interesting. To where you'll even have like certain combos. And then there's other characters that are definitely more defense focused and supposed to be like goalies uh or um there's even a guy that can like heal and and revive people or stop them from getting knocked out they ever get like claustrophobic because it looks like a small arena no like it like surprisingly it it doesn't feel that way like you know I, i think the only time you feel that way is you know when if you're like playing goalie and you have two people just in your face but yeah your other teammates are kind of helping out there doesn't doesn't really feel that bad um it i'm i'm quite sure that they had a lot of iterations of like the 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 arena size um and then they 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 got it you know just right kind of has like a kind of reminds me of wind jammers a little bit (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it has flavors of a lot of games that have come out, you know, games that are trying to, like, really get into that sort of market with competitive, you know... um, Arcade-y things. Arcade-y or arena games. And so many games have failed. And so many Mm -hmm. games have failed to, like, keep my interest. Or I'm like, yeah, this is good, but, you know, it's really missing something. Um, And turns out, air hockey is what it was missing. always found that to be the case but hey we'll see like longevity i was definitely glad the other i was playing it like all yesterday i i didn't want to put it down um and it's been a long time since i've played any game like this like that you know since like league after that died for me i was like ah well you know screw everything it's cool yeah no i mean i could i could definitely get into play i will play this just because it looks like might not be an hour time sink where I want to. No, that's die. the other thing. I think matches are like four minutes. It's the yeah, first that's perfect. Four, but you have to win by two, so it winds up being kind of Tennessee. Yeah, and satisfying when, <clears throat> um, it, it it feels satisfying when like you win, uh, okay. without there being that much time investment you know yeah yeah i mean 
But honestly, it feels very good when you're having those games where it's just like back and forth. It's like they're hitting it, you're hitting it, they're hitting it, you're hitting it. Doesn't it doesn't seem so like tilted. It's through you, your goalie blocks it. You're just like, oh my God. That's cool. Yeah. And just, yeah, like white knuckling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's some, and then there's some cases like your goalie hits it, it bounces off a wall and you hit it. And then like your third person just hits it perfectly to make a goal. Awesome. That's the thing. Is like as much as competitive games have always given me anxiety and it just stress. Um, I've never had that issue with something like Rocket League because I don't think I take it that seriously. Yeah. For some reason, it still just feels like dumb fun. And so, if yeah. I'm able to do that, I can remove myself and be like, if I fucking lose, I lose. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that kind of is the distinct. But- distinction there it's it's i don't i don't really know what it is but obviously when you make mistakes in a game like league of legends i mean not only do you kind of feel anxiety about that but you know everybody else in the game is going to let you know just how trash you are well and there's so much time for you to sit with your mistakes yeah right <laughs> you have to and just the, like dwell on it <laughs> not to mention it's the type of game that's just like oh well i just died so in the least bit, I'm going to get my ass kicked for the next 20 to 30 minutes, yep. right? Then yep. depending on the state that the game has been in, you know, it, it's very much so the case. It's like, well, you might even be able to say unless they screw up, which they probably will, but it feels like unless they screw up, I, I'm, I'm going to lose and I'm going to waste like 30 minutes, maybe even an hour. Yeah, yeah, right. And then at the end, I'm just gonna feel like shit. Like I just yeah. ate bad food. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's nothing good about this. But this game, it's like, oh well, they scored a point. Well, I mean, that's cool. I could probably score another. Oh point. my god, we got stomped. All right, yeah. <laughs> queue up. Queue up yeah. on to the next one. No big deal. Nah, I'm gonna you know? I'm gonna try this. this. That's that's pretty neat. Um, yeah, I like that. Or you know, you can almost almost come back and win a game and then your 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 roommate knocks a puck all the way backwards into your own goal <laughs> asshole like um it, if he ever listens to this yeah. right what the hell man uh, some people Listen to your friends love podcast. more than others that's true love you guys um, did you see that they put out a demo for um, Wolong? Oh, yeah. I Like, I literally thought about three times now since we've been talking to, like, mention Wolong. <laughs> mention Wolong. I played it. Did you um, play it? Well, it's only on PS5. Is it only? I thought it was PC and PS5. Okay. No. Damn. Yeah. It's shitty. It I shitty. played it. Yes. Go on. Oh, did you want to know about it? Yeah, I mean, I I watched people playing it because I, I was just like, I I gotta I gotta see this. Yeah, so yeah, 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 you know, I would like to get your interpretation of it. Um, yeah, so it's got a ton of Neo DNA for sure. Right. You know, with the gear and stuff, but there's definitely something else going on there with the high. Like, I, I would say Neo as as quick as certain things can be combat wise, it's still a very uh, patient, meticulous game with the combat. This is just, this is very aggressive and very much like 
you know, I the honestly game... think. Yeah. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say the game, the game clearly pushes you to get up in there. Like that's what they're going for here. I think that stamina system is brilliant. It's really uh, smart because it's like, it's like the battle is changing. Like if you're fighting someone for a long time and they're, you're, you're, you're having to use a lot more stamina to get the edge on them. That's not going to be good in the long run and vice versa. So it's like, Basically, for anybody who doesn't know, you're on kind of like a seesaw. And so the more stamina you use, you're going to go into the negative. The less stamina you use while executing attacks, right, I believe, you're going to go into the positive. And that's going to give you more reserve stamina for when you really need it. But yeah, I mean, also, that's how you use like your magic and your. Yeah. You have like special. Well, they call them martial arts, but weapons have like special abilities. So you're basically with meters. Yeah. Yeah. And well, in blocking and parrying correctly, which seems, I don't know, people were saying feels kind of like busted at the moment. It feels it doesn't. That was it's that like was one of my tight. that was yeah. one of my negatives. Is a little, but because there's a there's a a guard and there's a dodge parry. So like your dodge button, if you execute it just right, is gonna turn into a parry and basically like like bounce them off of you and send them the other way so you can get behind them and get like a counterattack. Um it's a little weird that they have both. Like usually you'd think if you just do a really good guard, that's gonna happen. But no, it's like you have to decide to dodge and do it. Yeah, I wonder why there is that distinction, unless that there's something later on that like you can build into both. Maybe. I mean I guess it makes sense. I mean I noticed I don't know, maybe you get more like bonus stamina or something from regular pairing, but it might be a little bit safer because you're dodging while pairing. Yeah, yeah. Know. The guard, yeah, the guard seems to work pretty effectively, but if, if it doesn't seem like it's giving you that much of an advantage, but I also only played for like two hours, so right. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to claim that I grasped everything. That being said, I personally feel like there is too much shit going on in that controller. <laughs> That was yeah, my biggest the, takeaway. So many mechanics. I mean, Neo had that, right? Like, it felt very overwhelming until you kind of just yeah. get what's going on, right? And I'm I, thinking this could be the same it. thing. Yeah. It, and it, yeah, I would assume it is too. But still, just the idea that's like, you know, like that flowing battle. It's if you're if you're blocking, that does not seem like the way. Like, blocking is going to get your stamina screwed up. And overly yeah. dodging, it's going to get your screwed like you have to weave in those attacks in your openings and you get rewarded for that by being able to, I mean, not only potentially being able to block or dodge more, but using like powerful attacks as yeah. well. Super yeah. cool, which, you know, you also need to manage, right? Cause you don't want to just blow through all those and yeah. have no stamina to block or dodge. Yeah. And so like, while this feels like a Neo game, Neo, <sighs> One, Neo doesn't have the amount of things that this has where like R2 is your magic skills and you have four of those. R1 are your weapon skills and you have four of those. L1 is block. L2 is your your bow, which I mean Neo has, but then you have like your dodge and then you have your um, the way that you can do your special attacks in like a combo and then you have your um, your super special attacks, which are like two face buttons at the same time does this 
Uh, and then on top of all that, there's like a real emphasis on vertical combat, like verticality. Like you you can jump in this, and yeah, I know it's crazy, right? They clearly tried to adopt a little bit of Sekiro in that, where like it doesn't feel quite like Sekiro. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe compare it more to like a Ninja Gaiden, but we're like Ninja Gaiden. There's all this emphasis on like the triggers change what type of attack you're doing, and and so you're constantly like adapting in the middle. Of, I don't know. It I guess it could be a little bit of both, but that's essentially what's going on. It's a Souls like, but it's got a lot of really fast-paced, aggressive combat things going on. I really wonder what they plan on doing for, like, multiplayer in this one. Um, yeah, because there's something going on with... There's, like, a nemesis system in there. I don't know if yeah, you there is. Which, that. I, I did see that, which I'm kind of like, uh, okay, eh, whatever, I suppose. It's, I would want that to be more than just they get more powerful when they kill you. Yeah, that um, would be boring. That would be. I mean, I guess that's kind of what it is, right? I don't know. Is that how you get your souls back too, right? Or do you just always like don't lose those? I was a little confused on that because it's the resources you gain. There's like a rank that you get as you're killing enemies, and I I think the higher you rank, the more you can allocate in your stats like there's a stats wheel and it's class based where it's like it's tank oriented attack oriented stealth oriented magic uh support um and so i guess it's kind of like souls but then when you get killed they rank up from your ranks right. and i think it's like a portion of it or something i don't know it there was a lot of things going on and it yeah, was really yeah. hard to figure out what what levels were going up and how? And then, yeah, when you kill them, it, it literally says on the screen, like, vengeance achieved or something like that. Yeah. And it's like you killed them and got your stuff back. Um, but you can also kill, like, people that kill other players. Yeah, they have, like, glowing purple eyes and they play battle music. And it was really funny when I, the first one I encountered, I killed them in, like, four hits. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh! Like okay, I'm done. <laughs> I am really excited to see, you know, what kind of weapons that they have in the game. You know, I hope I hope that there is a lot of different options there. Um, that was um yeah, that was definitely the the neo DNA I saw was like they're they put a lot into the attack animations and styles of each of the weapons. I used the swords and that like glaive spear. Right. Um yeah, and it does. It feels like it has the look of that, like Chinese martial arts stuff going on. It's really cool. It's very dancing. Yeah, it definitely. Seems when when things are executed well, it looks crazy too. It looks cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely one of those like, wow, I'm badass moments. Yeah, and the game's really pretty. It's it is pretty. pretty. Um, I definitely like. Well, how did you feel about level design as opposed to like Neo? Which, for the most part, I think the levels in Neo were not very good. Um, I'm not there to like run, to, you know, all at the the level levels in that game. Neo felt very everything felt very gaty. Yeah. Um, and it felt narrow. It did it. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind it because you were mostly just focusing on like what enemies are they going to throw at me, 
And you were going through those environments over and over and over yeah. again because they would just repeat them and then eventually you get a new one. This one, um, they're they're definitely trying to put a little more on that that verticality. Like right. you're you're going upward instead of just this vast open space. It's definitely like you're going I if they're gonna do that a lot, I think they need to sharpen the the um just like the jumping and stuff. It it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like that belongs in a game that's meant for any type of platforming or anything like that. Like I think it needs to be a little tighter. It's a, uh, it's very odd double jump, right? I mean, it, I think it's it's for you know, it seems like it's 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 very good for you you can like hop on enemies' heads and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, which is the Sekiro thing, I guess. Yeah. Similar to. Absolutely. Um but yeah, trying to use that to actually get anywhere, it's super weird. Yeah, it's like I want I want more movement from the character in that sense. Like I want that to feel right now it's a little like you you feel like tight like closed in kind of. It's like you're not you're not jumping with with distance and you're not attacking with distance unless you use like the glaive thing then you can pretty much hit anything from any distance at all. Um but yeah, I mean I don't think much of that is going to change, but it could be fine. It just, it felt a little like Neo, but Neo is meant, you're meant to stay on the ground. You're not jumping and climbing and things like that. So. I want the character to have a little more weight to them. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I liked what I saw. Yeah. Although the second boss I ran into I didn't even know I was going into a boss. It was just a bird that came down from the sky and absolutely destroyed me in one hit. And I was like, all right, that was just there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in like the middle of a of a path. I was just like, all right, I guess I can't go this way right now. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that's supposed to be skippable or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, some of the stuff felt a little too claustrophobic, like some of the areas. I would yeah. like to see a little more openness. Right. And I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder... I wonder if they're going to go like a more connected world um, or if they're going to do like the select a level like Zero did, which yeah. I mean, if I had to guess that uh, they they'll probably will do like zones, but I don't know. It worked for Neo because the game is more like a looter, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're like dropping in. you. <clears throat> And I don't know if you've played Neo 2 multiplayer at all. Yeah. Or if you've just, you have. have. Yeah. Which I do kind of like how Neo does do that. They do such a good job with that. It's the first time I've played a Souls like or a Souls game. And I'm like, they built this, like they built the multiplayer. Like they actually built it. It's not just something that you can do to help. You can basically party up and just continuously drop into levels together. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's yeah. like you don't even have to expend the cups. Like you literally just party up and like that's how you play the game. Um, that'd be cool if they did that for this, especially since this is more of a class based thing. Where in Neo, it's like it was just different. The way I saw it, it was like different ways to do damage and different weapons. But in this game, like you can actually be a support class or a tank class. Yeah, that will be cool. Actually, yeah, I totally forgot that that like the spells kind of mm-hmm. have 
um, go, you know, go in those different directions. So clearly that's what they're meant for. Right. Cause it's like, why else? Yeah. And I feel like that would give a little more purpose to Neo's armor system. Right. Um, actually wanting to get stats up in a certain way because you're trying to contribute something to, you know, your multiplayer setup. Right. But at the same time, you know, uh, Neo 2, a lot of games have have these things, but they're rarely utilized, you know. <laughs> It's, it's like well yeah. more damage you know that's, that's take it or leave it <laughs> yeah yeah but if you if you could drop in and be like i got the heels yeah. you just go burn this boss down i will keep you alive you know it actually it, you know it would be cool if it wouldn't be cool because that means you would have to have this but it would would be cool to have to have like that certain setup like okay well in multiplayer things start to do so much damage you want somebody to tank that damage somebody to heal that damage but you know yeah yeah for sure maybe i just want some sort of souls like mmo i think that's exactly what you want yeah i don't think, I don't think anybody would be like, surprised if they heard that yeah did you play anything else so some somebody somebody get on that yeah, uh right. I have been dabbling a little bit in Resident Evil Village. Nice. I'm a little mad at you because I wanted to watch you play that, but no. Well, I'm you glad you're watch me. It'll just be, you know, kind of like mid playthrough, right? People want series. You're I've right. gotten, guys, I've gotten your letters. I know. I know you want really long, extensive series where we don't edit anything out. We're working on it. I don't. I mean, maybe people want that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just projecting. So, um, how how far are you? First of all, uh, not that far. I'm in the castle, and I killed the first sister. Right. So, definitely gonna you know. I don't the know. First, oh, it, oh, the first during, the first bug yeah, sister. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um. The game definitely feels very, I don't know, Resident Evil Seven, right? With a little bit, a little bit more. Well, not a little bit, a lot more shooting action. Oh, trust. But before very long, you're like, this is Re- this is Resident Evil Four. Like, that's just what this game is. Yeah. Just keep going. You're gonna go to like. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna obviously spoil anything. But the game is very much set up in this. Okay beat this area, beat this boss, go to this next area. And it's a totally different setup and go through this area and be, and it's very puzzle oriented in the sense of like the environment. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like when you catch on to that part of it, but how is it so far? It's fun. You know, I mean, I think I obviously at this point, I, I loved Resident Evil seven, right? Uh, hmm. That game was fantastic. So I mean, even at the moment, it's kind of playing more like that, and it's great. I do. Uh, it's very aptly named, right? Uh, yeah. I really like the village. It's cool that it was. I, for some reason, that works so well in my mind. It's like, okay, well now you got instead of like being stuck in in a mansion or something like that, you have this. 
not even sprawling, but the nice open area that is still very dangerous. Um, yeah, and very, very much so, still like Resident Evil Mansion setup. Uh, right. Super well. I mean, I guess that's kind of like Resident, you know, very Resident Evil Four-ish, maybe. Uh, I was almost but the village of- itself is like one giant puzzle. It's yeah. like you're you're trying to figure out how to navigate the whole thing because you're just constantly blocked off from pro- progressing through it. <laughs> right. Seems like a lot of backtracking. <laughs> it is, but they do that really good Resident Evil thing where the second time you go through a corridor or a room or something, something might be different, you know? Yeah. Like, like they adju- the world kind of uh, develops as you go through the game. Right. Yeah. Um, just wait till you start leveling up those guns. Oh my god! And the amount of guns. Ah, the game is so good. I've beaten it four times. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I will let you know how I feel about it when I get a little bit more into it. That's what I'm saying, though. Like that's why it's it's just a, a successor to four for me because it's it's one of those games you could just go through again and again. Where seven. It took me a while to want to go back through that one because it scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. Um, and two, because it it's great, but it's more, um, it's more like narrative and and great from that sense. Like you're not itching to go and do all of that stuff again right away. But no. this one has a lot of replay value. Yeah, it's very much so more like yeah, narrative and and. It was like a them bringing it back to their roots, you know. You don't really mm-hmm. have a lot of ammo, especially at the start. Towards the end, it's fine, you know. But um, kind of just running and hiding from things a lot, the things yeah. you don't ever want to do because it's just like Jesus Christ, I got to deal with this. At least let me kill it. When they did that in the best way, to where it wasn't yeah. just obnoxious, it was actually interesting. It's like, all right. I don't just have to like hide from this person and then move and hide. And if you don't hide in the right way, it's insta death. It's like, no, I have to figure out where this person's going and like navigate around them and figure out how to, I don't know, set, set this thing in motion. I really hate in seven and eight. I hate how they um, randomly add those points where I guess you know, those main enemies or whatever can kind of just come out and walk around always. Um, and in this one, I guess, like, the sisters really just, like, randomly appear and start chasing after you. Oh, the the invulnerable ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah can... which is just, like, terrifying. Yeah, and I go back and forth on those because initially I'm like, oh, this is really upsetting and kind of sick. When it's Mr. X and then it's Nemesis and yeah, 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 you know, um, <clears throat> whoever it is, Mr. Baker and the Seven and Lady Dimitris. Um, but after a while, it's like I am just trying to get shit done. Can you go somewhere? No, no. Leave me alone, all right? <laughs> like, okay, I got it. All I have to do is go to a different side of the freaking mansion and then come back. But like, do I have to? Yeah. I don't want to. It, it it becomes a nuisance after a while, but yeah. That mansion's cool as shit. That mansion's straight out of a Dark Souls game. Yeah, it's crazy, actually. 
so far from what I've seen. It's yeah, I, really, really good level design. It really is. I mean, God, they. I don't know where that went for five and six because I'll, I'll still defend five. It's a great multiplayer game. Um, but where was the level design in both of those games? I mean, six right. was just terrible. Uh, I I didn't even play six, right? But you know, I I don't know exactly what they were trying to do with for five and six. Six was essentially one of those B action games that was like on the three sixty. That's what it felt like. Yeah, and then it's just all about action. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to catch the Call of Duty truck. I I just I don't think they knew what they wanted to do and. They were trying to figure out the market, right? But then all you really have to do is be yourself. Yeah, I mean, 7 was just such a great, I don't even know what you call it, just like a surprising return to form. And Yeah, it was. And it worked. I did it not worked. expect them to just recapture that magic, but they did. Yeah, they, you know, so far they, they really have in a good well, yeah. way, right? Yeah, for sure. And now, like, and I'm... Still looking and now forward I'm thinking to about it. Steps. Really is very Resident Evil Four, isn't it? Like even in the village where you have to like that first sort of big encounter when they all start coming at you and you just have to survive, and then the big one freaking shows up and you just got to run just, around like crazy and you don't know what's going on. I'm thinking knocks like, the shit out of you. <laughs> definitely like Resident Evil Four in a nutshell, yeah, right there. Yeah, it, you're you're just gonna keep seeing the similarities as it continues on. And you're like, yeah. oh my god, this is literally just that's just Not what they were thinking. The, uh, what is it? The Duke? You know, he says like, "What do you buy him?" Yeah, the Pretty Duke. Funny. The Duke is great. That is, that's the character right there. He seems pretty great. He's awesome. He's just a he's just a good guy. <laughs> Maybe a little impartial, but he's a good guy. Well, yeah, you know. He's just trying to make a buck. Yeah. But the game is... Uh, the, the last one was brutal. But this one's pretty goddamn brutal. It's My also God. ridiculous. Like it, it is. They turn up the camp and they turn up the just insanity of the set pieces. I wonder... I mean, are they, are they going to try to explain all of this shit in some weird convoluted way that has to deal with... I don't know, some long lost parasite or <laughs> pharmaceutical company, you know, probably both. Because there's, there's werewolves. We're dealing with werewolves and vampires and bug okay. I and you know, you sound like a conspiracy theorist. I don't know where you're getting any of those from. Pharmaceutical yeah. company. Yeah, pharmaceutical companies are here to protect us, Matt. I don't. Why would why would they? I don't want to comment on this because then it's just gonna <laughs> sound like I'm anti, like an anti-vaxer or something. Oh no, no we're not anti-vax. We're anti-big pharma. Everybody yeah, knows right. that. That's safe. Yeah. We'll clarify. All right, now you have entered the political corner of the Nerding Grounds podcast. We should just stop here. Strap it. All right, I'm leaving. So Matt, tell me why you hate America. Oh, God. How much time you got, buddy? You know, laid out there. I don't hate America. I hate everyone. That's really what's important. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, you should definitely stream 
some of your playthrough of that. That would be fun to watch. Just real quick, I'm not going to get too into Metal Hellsinger because I've been playing it on the channel. Oh. Yeah, um, I'm editing episode two right now, so I'm about to host that tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> probably the same time this goes up. But that game is the game's legit. It's really good. It fun. The metal is good. And that's all you need. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say like it, it's one of those games it's like it's a it's visually overwhelming, but you get used to it. Some of the boss fights are a little samey, but the music is just so good. It's just the feeling of using the weapons and doing that like doom co- style combat. Right. But to, you know, what what once you figure out that rhythm mechanic, it just it makes you feel awesome. Unless of course you're recording while you're doing it and you keep fucking up. <laughs> well, you know. But yeah. Now the world knows you suck. Now the world knows I suck. But that's okay cuz we all suck. All right. Well, those are the games we've been playing. Um what are you thinking? Do you want to do a question or call it there? We can do a question, right? This, I mean, yeah. I kind of need to end it pretty soon, but yeah. Well, let's let's just touch on this one real quick, because um, I felt like it at least applied to what we were talking about today a little bit. Rome asked, uh, you know, we often love our games to be challenging, whether it's a Soulsborne game where we had to learn our enemy, or an intricate puzzle game like Portal, we like to be tricked and defeated. However, when does the game stop becoming challenging and start becoming annoying? Where is the point when we stop wanting to beat it and start? just hating it i feel like we might have maybe conflicting ideologies about this whole thing um well i just mean like we can think about the whole like should souls game have difficulty sliders Uh uh-huh right my answer would be no and i feel like i don't know if your opinion on something like that has changed but i feel like your answer would be yes mine's more of would i mind if it did no um, I don't think anybody should have to put anything like that. I mean, I think accessibility is a great, like, I think accessibility in any game is a great thing. And I think it's a good thing when developers will put accessibility functions for people that may not be able to achieve a certain skill level, but still want to enjoy that game from a direct standpoint. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to like put anybody down for making a game that's just hard and they have no interest in curating an easy mode. I, I don't, you know, but I do like to see it because, and I'm not even saying like I would take advantage of that, but I like to see it for people that, you know, may still want to enjoy something. And I, I have a, I have a big issue with gatekeeping. Because... No, I don't, I don't ever. So yeah, I mean, obviously I would never want anybody, um, to be excluded especially if you know if there was something you know physical or or mental you know stopping them from you know achieving you know, just like experiencing people. it yeah, yeah exp- you know yeah experience game uh i also just feel like a lot of what makes those games are those games are the are the toughness of it i also feel like they're carefully crafted in a way that allows you to rise above it and that that's like the that like literally is the whole point is uh the sense of achievement when you're able to learn those mechanics and um 
you know, beat those hard bosses. It's kind of just one one thing to the next. And then eventually all of them kind of just come to the point where it's like, okay, I, I've got all this down packed, like yeah. just go annihilate everything. And part of it, you know, in Souls, it's it's you know, your character development, right? Once your character becomes like overpowered, it's easy, but you know, the other part of it is just general like when can I block, when should I dodge, all that good stuff. Yeah, and I think I think there's a real level of significance to that with like there is a there is obviously a big place in video games for that level of really well thought out detail and and combat and encounters and difficulty has been a staple of video games for so long i mean the first mario games are still pretty difficult yeah and they don't have difficulty sliders but yeah it's it's one of those things where it's just like you know that stuff will still exist but there are people out there that just will not play. Like there's there's a ton of people that just won't play Sekiro. And I was one of those people for a while because I knew it was gonna bring out a really frustrated side of me. Right. But I was at the same time, I was like, damn, like I still want to know like what is awesome about this game. At the same time, maybe that wouldn't have been the same with an easy mode where like, I don't know, you couldn't you your health went down three times as slow or something. Like maybe you wouldn't get the same effect. But at the end of the day, that's just, you know, I feel like most requires... people are still going to play it the right, the intended way. Yeah, I, I, I feel like if that's the case, it might require a little bit more um, uh, thought out, I guess, ideas of how to scale like the leveling differences. Like, I feel like, OK, in that sense, if we're talking about accessibility in Sekiro, we can maybe just improve the the pairing window. Right. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Um, and I think that's I think that's I think that's mainly what I'm I'm getting at because that's a big part of like Naughty Dogs games um, with like Last of Us. It's it's not necessarily they have different modes, but their accessibility menu is insane. It's like you know auto aiming and you know really easy dodging windows and and it it's a sliding scale for all those intricate little things. You can not only make the game easier for yourself you can kind of set it to your ideal playing style and you can mess around with different things. It's not just like an easy mode. It's a, what what way do you want to play this game? Like, make it your own. Right. And yeah, that that makes sense to me. Of course, I know that probably takes a lot of, um, a lot of different efforts. For, yeah, for sure. Uh, for, for a company to add that into a game. So, I mean, good on them for doing so. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess, you know, I should say for me personally here, right? If there's ever a game that just becomes too hard and becomes like unplayable, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, there's certain things where I feel like uh, damage or health just becomes kind of scaled out of control. Like if I think about games like Path of Exile, it's like, okay, that's not like that's not a Souls like or anything. Um but that game is just all about if you don't have the right stats um, and like multiple defensive layers, you will just die. And the and unfortunate, like I think, yeah, it feels like absolute bullshit. And then even when you do have those, you will just like randomly die. And I, I think that's OK. I wouldn't say that's OK, right, because you should never have like, oh, let me run this thing 50 million times. And all of a sudden. 
don't know, something will give like a lucky fucking crit and it'll just like obliterate me. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. that's stupid and not good game design, in my opinion. But the problem with that game is it, it there is no gradual kind of gradual sense. It's like, OK, well, you know, I'm starting to die a little bit here and there. Like I'm starting to understand that, hey, you know, I'm getting too high up there in 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 the, the, these uh, what they're called maps, but these in-game levels. Yeah. Um, you know, I should really stop farm this out and uh get get better gear. No, it's more like you're just fine and then you're just not fine. Like consistently right, right. You're just not fine. And it feels really bad. Uh, and I think their uh, their whole philosophy about all that, like they purposely made the game this way. Um and they continuously try to purposely make the game this way. And for me that's like that's just too hard. And we're not we're not just talking about like oh you need more armor. No, it's like okay you need a shit ton of armor and you might mm -hmm. want to consider a shit ton of armor and defense and you need to keep all of your resistances to 75% and then maybe what you really want to consider doing is finding a unique item that's going to be rare as fuck that will raise that 75% resistance cap up to like 80% and then get all those up to 80% cap right if you can even do that and then have a bunch of like or effects that increase Jesus your armor and, yeah yeah and well and then hey don't forget about damage right because you need to do damage and by yeah. that i mean we're just talking about you not getting one shot here you really want enough damage to kind of one shot them because if they're hitting you more than a couple times you're gonna die and that doesn't sound fun <laughs> it it it's it's like it's not like it starts off fine and you kind of go in and you're like okay you know i think i'm starting to understand some of these concepts and i got some of this stuff down and then oh now i'm right back to just getting shit on that's not fun it's not fun at all yeah yeah no that that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> um for mine i'd say my biggest pet peeve is I really, really can't stand it when a game gives me consecutive bosses. Um, like you, especially yeah. when it's just, it comes out of nowhere and it's totally unexpected. I don't mind encountering multiple bosses in a row necessarily. Just give me a checkpoint. Like we are so far past the point where like we shouldn't get checkpoints between fights because having to go through an entire boss fight where you're expending, especially if you're expending resources, if you're expending resources and you're weakening yourself basically, and you're just kind of like getting <clears throat> exhausted from beating your head against a boss for a while. And then as soon as that cutscene's over, there's another one and they're either just as powerful or more powerful. And if you lose, you're literally going back to that first boss again, drives me absolutely insane. I actually 100% agree with you. Like, I've never really liked that in any game when you're doing, like, those gauntlet fights, even when games aren't necessarily tough, but... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it just, it, you know, it's it, it, it just... It's never felt good, you know? Kingdom, One way or the Kingdom other, Hearts, it's never really yeah. felt good, yeah. I'd say Kingdom Hearts had a few of those in, in the earlier games where they didn't checkpoint you. I think the first game, there's, like... You go through like three different bosses at the end. And if you lose, there's that horrible feeling when you come out of it and you're in the room before the first boss started. You're like, what the hell? Right. Like, you're joking. <laughs> you're just kind of stunned.
Yeah, and even in like a just a like a storytelling sort of way, I I don't I don't I don't, I don't like the idea of just fighting. Yeah, boss after boss. I don't know. I'm. It's okay. You know, if a boss is gonna have a second phase, the okay. second phase is one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually um, it's not that hard, or it makes sense, and you're not doing the exact same thing over again. You're like you're doing a different mechanic. Right. I mean, well, and then you're you're doing it. It just you know typically will add on to like mechanics, right? You know, it's like it's the same boss, but he he gains something, or they gain something. There. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and maybe it's harder or something, but they do typically they might have like less health or something. Uh, like Sekiro almost got me earlier, um, or yesterday when I was fighting Kenichiro, um. And went to that second form, like you gotta be shitting me a sec, like, a, <laughs> and it was technically a second form. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad, right? But it was, but it wasn't that bad, and I was like, okay, it's not so bad. And mm. the fights in that game are pretty short, so right. Um, and once you kind of get down, you know, I I don't know if I've ever, I can definitely be frustrating, but I don't think I ever, because it, it it might do that a couple times, right? But I don't Mm -hmm. think there's ever been a time where I was finally able to beat the first form that I didn't kill the second form. Yeah. There was um, one encounter I had recently. I was at the end of Dying Light 2. And I mean, I've put hours and hours and hours into this game. And I was like, fine, I'm just going to beat it. It's fine. Um, Spoilers for anybody who was playing Dying Light 2. uh, The last boss of that game has... Four forms, and I don't mean like in the same like he's like I'm talking about cutscene, another boss fight, cutscene, another boss fight, like four fucking times, and by the end it's the hardest one yet, and it does give you a checkpoint for that fight, but every time you like any item you use in your inventory is permanently expended, any item you use in the environment gone. So the longer you fight him, the less healing items you have. And I'm just like, what the shit is this? Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. At that point, I just wanted the game to be over and I was done playing. And I was like, and it completely ruined the end of that game for me. I was just like, I, like I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. Like, can I just beat it? And I wound up beating my head against it until I finally finished it. And I was just annoyed at that point. And it soured the end of the game for me. Yeah, you have to wonder the decisions there, right? That's I mean, exactly what it was. I was like, who fucking designed this? The final bosses even ever have to be like arbitrarily tougher than the rest of the game. Yeah. I, you know, I don't necessarily think so. I mean, well, I it was a, be a dumb bit... boss fight. It was just it like it wasn't interesting. He just would jump and punch at you, jump and punch and jump and punch. And you had to just jump and punch better. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the case for most things. That sucked. It was like a it was like the end of a Marvel movie. Oh, well, I don't know if we answered your question, Rome, but I mean that's our take on it, right? We talked about video games and difficulty. You legally can't complain. Yeah. We so. did, right? We even brought up stuff you weren't even talking about, right? Well, that's gonna do it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Um Please, please go and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the YouTube channel. 
and uh, follow us on the socials and check out our Patreon if you want to give us a little bit of extra support. Also, send in your listener questions to thenerdinggrounds at gmail.com. We will read them and discuss them just like we did here. So, thanks a bunch and have a great weekend. Bye. Bye bye.